Welcome, one and all. It is time for another episode of the Madero Especial podcast, and it's our last one before we go into the break for the 2022 Winter World Cup. Let's not talk about the fact that it is a Winter World Cup. Let's just talk about the fact that it is a World Cup because that's a whole nother topic. But it is season six, episode nine, and joining us before our break in the middle of the Premier League season, it is the one, the only king of design himself, Audi Nash. Welcome to the podcast. How you feeling, buddy? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, DJ. It's good to be here. Uh, feeling good about finally getting on. And yeah, last one before the end of the before the break. Uh, that's a that's a that's a high honor. <laughs> Certainly is the high honor. You will get to talk about all topics at the end of the Premier League, potentially some uh, World Cup stuff here as well. Might be dabbling, but we got to start with the standings. Uh, of our fantasy league uh you are now in ninth place at 509 tied with a bunch of other people uh down there at 509 but we we gotta touch on the elephant in the room Adi. you might just be the unluckiest man in the world this season i, I don't know what it is i don't i don't know what's happening when people roll into Audi nash stadium but the knives have been out for Audi this season you have got a whopping 1495.25 fantasy points against so far, which is easily like by 200 points, the highest in the league. Uh, and your fantasy points for right now are way mid table, like 1192. You are, you would be in sixth place with your fantasy points for. And I know we, we kind of touched on it. I've talked to Connor about this, Jake, about this, a bunch of people like, Traditionally, fantasy points for are kind of one of those voodoo st- or fantasy points against one of those voodoo stats where like, oh, look at how many fantasy points against I have. But if your team's actually bad and you're playing good teams every week, that's usually what the case is. But with every statistic, Audi, I think we both know there's kind of an upper limit. And for me, I feel like your team has been beyond the upper limit for most of the season. Talk to me about that situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all know that uh, soccer is about chance. And, you know, every once in a while you get to get bad luck that uh, there's no other explainable reason for it. Um, I just happen to, you know, get that bad luck like four or five, six weeks in a row. Um, But I think that that means that I've got all my bad luck out of the system for the season. And I'm going to be able to kick it into high gear in the second half. And my uh, points for total, I think will... Start to bring me up as I get some of these wins because everyone, every once in a while, someone's going to slip up and I'm going to be right there to just jump up in the table past them. Well, that sounds good. Now let's talk about that squad audio, you know, looking at your team, right? Still, there's a lot of talent here. That's why there is a lot of these points forward. You know, some of these players maybe had a slow start to the season. You know, do you expect them to continue their trajectory? You're on a two game win streak. You've had a bunch of good points, right? You do have a, a good amount of talented players, Mason Mount kind of bouncing back after the part of the season, you know, how do you feel about your squad going into the world cup? And do you expect them to be at a similar level coming out of the world cup? Even if some of those players are going to be participating in, in said world cup. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, it'll give, I've had a lot of uh, players on my team, like have rough starts to the season, like uh, Liverpool's kind of in a downturn. Um, so Sawa isn't, isn't giving me, top pick value um but i'm hoping that uh that a little bit of a break uh away from liverpool away from uh england will give him and uh some of the other guys on, on my team 
chance to uh, find some form and bring it back to uh, to burning down the house. He is also not playing in the World Cup, so he should be relatively rested. Also, for some context, it is true, Adi, he's not giving you top pick value, but he is still eighth in the table in total points. So not at least pulling a full dud here this season. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And shit, I, I thought that Egypt made it. No, they did not make it, unfortunately. Yeah, both of our uh, our our top couple of picks here, the of uh, the top three. So Erling Holland, of course, the other notable one that will also not be going to the World Cup and will be quote unquote rested um when they do come back, depending on how deep the uh the runs are. It is something that I actually considered when I was drafting. So perhaps Mosala will take over and jump up into the you know top five, top three kind of range when we get back from the end of the World Cup. Is there any player highlighted on your team that you expect to be better? after the world cup than they were at the start of the season, whether or not they're playing in it. Uh, we'll, we'll exclude Mo Salah for the you know, reasons we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I want, I know that Mason Mount has quality and he just hasn't been showing it. Um, so I'm hoping that, uh, that Mount and uh, Declan Rice come back a little bit stronger. Um Mount didn't make it to the to the English squad. No, he did make it to the English squad, I believe. Okay. I can double check here. Mason Mount. I believe he got called up. Okay, yeah, he did get called up. Um Yeah, so it's uh I'm I'm hoping that something kind of shakes loose there because uh yeah, I actually think that we traded uh, I got Mason Mountain in a trade with you. Yes. Uh, for Dan Byrne. And yes, I traded you Dan Byrne, uh, Bernardo Silva, and Mason Mount for Reese James and Ivan Perisic. Yeah. Uh, how's Perisic? Is he working out? Up and down, I would say. Pretty inconsistent. Yeah. James was excellent for the few games I had him, and then he got hurt. Yep. But uh, uh, he'll be back after the World Cup. So I, I, I'm actually thankful for the World Cup break as well because we get one of my best players back. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big one. He was a he was an auto draft pick for me in my second round. Um, like truth be told, I forgot about the draft for the first couple rounds, and then uh, and I got a bunch of buzzes on my WhatsApp, and I was like, oh shit, gotta gotta get in here. Hey, you didn't do too bad for the first Bo Sala, Reese James. That's a pretty respectable first couple rounds for the first uh, overall pick. Yeah, and I, I think I picked uh, Foden third. He yeah, was that's an excellent pick, yeah. Pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I would have gone with Holland if I uh, if I had uh, been looking at it. I think that, that would have been, been a bit of a risk, but uh, obviously playing out super well for, I think, Alec. Uh, yeah, Holland. Yeah, for Alec. Yep, it has played out pretty well for him. It, it uh, Holland is still uh leading the league uh, in points for two fifty nine point five. Uh, still trailed by De two forty six point five. So they've been one two for the entire season. Yeah, that's uh, that's not fair. <laughs> Hasn't saved Alec in the standings entirely. Oh boy, he has, he has been sliding down. Speaking of Alec and the rest of the league, Audie, let's 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 go to what we want to talk about here. Let's talk about next week's matchups, and then let's talk about the important topic that that we discussed before the podcast. We'll we'll keep it hidden here for uh, mm-hmm. until we we get through the matchups. But you're on a two game win streak, and you're playing me this weekend. <laughs> how do you yep, think yep. that's? How do you think this one's gonna go? This is this is the great decider, Audie. Who won the trade? Right. Ooh, I mean, 
I think we won't really know until the end of the season because uh, if Reese James stays out, obviously I would have won that trade. Uh, not through any like uh, better understanding on my part. I think that that was obviously just luck. But uh, yeah, if Reese James comes back and has a great rest of the season, uh, only the points will tell. Um, but I think right now I'm winning that trade. Uh, if Mason Mounts and Bernardo Silver uh, come back a little bit, I think they've slumped the past couple of games, but they clearly have a ton of talent. And yeah, I think that it was it was a pretty fair trade, but uh, at the moment I'm winning. Well, you did win. Okay, I was I was trying to keep aside, but you actually did win the matchup the week after we made the trade. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think you're I think you're winning the trade so far. <laughs> we'll see if I can get you back this weekend. But okay, speaking of that matchup, how do you feel about this weekend's matchups? Let's let's go through the the five matchups and see who you think's winning. I'm gonna imagine you think you're winning our matchup this weekend uh, against me. Yeah, I'm always uh, hoping for the best. <laughs> That sounds okay. good. Yeah. Okay. We'll 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 take that one as a given. We'll move on here. We've got uh Ian, who actually just made a trade with Connor yesterday or a couple days ago, if I'm not mis- if uh, I saw it correctly, going up against Holly, and we can go through that trade. So let's before we get into the matchup, we can look at the the trade itself and determine whether you think it was a fair trade and who you think won that one. But if we do look at the homepage here, I, I know it was Andres Pereira. Uh and I gotta check the full transactions here. Andres Pereira did go to Ian. He sent Kulisevsky over to Connor, and there was one other tray uh, player involved here. Let me see. Why am I blanking on who it was? Luke Shaw. Ah, that's right. Yeah, starting left back for you. So, yeah, Luke Shaw and Andres Pereira headed Ian's way. He sent Kulisevsky, who is now healthy, over to Connor. Uh, how do you feel about that trade? Do you think one of them came out on top? Um, I think... I think that's face value. I think Ian got the the better of the trade. I think that uh wait. Okay, yeah, Connor got Kulisevs- Kulisevsky. Yep. Kulisevsky was balling at the end of last season. Um but I think that he's gonna struggle for for minutes. Uh I mean maybe he comes back and uh is even better than where he left off. But uh yeah, they have a, a pretty stacked front three, four, and uh, I don't know how he's going to fit in there. Um, but I think it does give a little bit of a... Oh, actually, no, that's a... That's... Makes Connor's lineup a little less diverse. Like, now he's got Son and Kulisevsky, who uh, seem like they'd be competing for minutes. We'll see. We'll see. But I think Ian got the better of the trade. All right. Ian's got the better of the trade. Talked about the trade. So this is Ian now with Andres Pereira and Luke Shaw uh, this weekend going up against Holly. False 11 here. Uh, Man, you going up against Fulham. Uh, Fulham has a lot of high scoring games this year. And if we're looking at Andres, uh, and that is also Andres Pereira up against his old team. So how do you think this one will, will shake out, Audie? Wait, say that again. Who's who's winning it, Ian or or Holly? Ooh, I'm gonna go Ian. Think the trade Still. works out for him in, in week one? Yeah, I think I think he's gonna start reaping rewards already. And I, I think, think uh, 
three three banger between Fulham and Man U at um at the Cottagers. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fun to watch. <laughs> uh, two goals, sorry, I just prayed his return to Man U. That would be a fun one. All right, we'll lean Ian there. Moving on, we got uh Alec up against T, which on paper would seem like a tough matchup for T considering his record, but he did just beat Holly last week, Audi. How you feel about this one? Wait, who's T? Terrell, one of our new additions to the league. His uh, oh, team name shit. is Go Maroons with question mark. Huh. I have never met T. Uh, T, what's up? Um, welcome to the league. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see it going your way. I <laughs> <laughs> think Holland is carrying this one. Yeah, first, first season is always rough. Uh, but you know, you'll get better. It'll come. All right, we got an Alec win locked in at third. And now moving on, we got Jake versus Matt. This is a pretty important matchup towards that top of the table. How do you see this one shaking out, Audie? Uh, I think Jake's going to get a, a good performance from uh, Trent, and that's going to carry his team. Kieran mm. uh, Trippier has been fucking balling all season. Yes, he has. Actually, currently third in overall points right now. A defender, third place behind Erling Holland and Kevin DeBrowna in total points for just above Harry Kane. Yeah, he's uh he's been killing it. And against a a Chelsea side at home, um I think that I think he's got some good potential for some shutouts and some key passes, maybe some assists. All right, we'll hand that one over to Jake. Moving on, we've got Rogov, our other new addition to the league, Audi, up against Andrew. Two teams kind of mid-table here, both definitely needing the win. Any thoughts on how this one will go? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's tough to root against Harry Kane. Oh, a Harry Kane fan. Yeah, I just lost to Harry Kane and Rogov last week. Yeah, he's a he's a tough player to play against because he's a he's a threat so many different ways. Yeah, he also has Leeds next week, and we know that Leeds games are often very high scoring, as we saw yep. last week as well. So I, I I think that could be a wise shout there for Rogov. All right, we'll lead Rogov on this one. Last matchup, we got George versus Connor, bottom of the table versus top. Uh, as it's it, it seems like a Herculean effort will be required, but Connor did lose last week, Audie. Any chance he does it twice in a row? Well, looking right now, uh Connor, you've got an illegal roster. So Oh, he'll like, fix that. Uh then I mean, yeah, do that or I'm giving it to to George. <laughs> if Connor fixes his roster, will he beat George? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, George, you got, you got the task laid out in front of you. We'll see if you can take down the league leader once again. Okay. But now the more important thing ought to be went through all 10 teams. We talked about uh, the teams themselves, but you're the design expert here. We got to talk about team names and we're going to be, we're going to having Audi rank the team names and suggest which teams should change their names immediately. So Audi, I'm going to leave you to it. Uh, if you need help uh, associating a team with uh, who the owner is, let me know. We can start uh, at the top of the list with myself once again with uh, Saw Dude. How are you feeling about this? You can you can give me one, one out of, you know one to ten. What's what's my what's the what's the rank? Saw Dude, it's it's not bad. It's a uh, I mean, I think it's a connection that we can all make. Like Saw Dude, uh, I I get it. I just there's got to be a 
a deeper level to the joke <laughs> really thing um where i think this works the best is uh are you winning or are you winning son it's a mm. one, chef's kiss two, <laughs> two players in the same pun makes a funny sentence uh in a british accent that's a a plus can't can't recommend it highly enough. A plus. Okay, so Connor's a ten out of ten. That's the legally. That's the league standard right now. Yep. Okay. Um, what's what's mine rank as? Four out of ten. Five out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna say mid table right now. Okay. Mid-table. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna work my way down. Uh, I think number two, Holly false eleven. Like all right. It's, it's for me. It's just a dumb joke that's a. Uh, works well um and ragaf i think my only complaint there is that uh kimich isn't on your team but man i've had that uh that team name stuck in my head this whole season <laughs> all right so that's uh, two and three i also yeah. do i do love that holly's was meant to be false nine and it ended up being false 11 <laughs> and it just stuck that is that is a great origin story for sure all right carry on carry on uh Waverhampton it's good uh I'm gonna get that number four just because it's a it's a classic um I think it I don't know Andrew maybe considered looking at something else but uh it's it's a good name it works from uh from season to season it's not player bound um Good, good, solid team name. Uh, and then I think Sadu is a uh, probably fifth. Fifth, okay. Um, and then I'm gonna give six to myself. I didn't have a whole lot to work with this season. I would have liked to have done better with the pun. Uh, just, just wasn't there for me this year. Um. And then go Maroons question mark. That one's, that was pretty good. <laughs> Quite. Yeah. Go Maroons. I don't know. It should, yeah. Should we, should the, should the Maroons go? I don't know. It's that's, that's a decent question. You know? Yeah. I love a question mark and a team name. Um, after that, I, I think it's a, uh, it's negligible. Okay. The last three just don't, should change their names immediately. I, I mean, like they're fine. A Royal Johnson, I don't, I don't totally understand that. Um, maybe if I understood it, it would be a better pun. Uh, I, Ian, Ian, if you're listening, uh, you can text Audi and, and try to provide the explanation, and maybe we can amend the podcast later and see if your name ranks higher. But for now, yeah, okay, okay. I, I do like, I Tony. I think that's a that's a good like uh it, it sounds fun in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, lamb roast, winky face. Uh, it was, it was also, fine for a also first same name as last year. Yeah, it was it was fine for a first year name or like a placeholder name, but I think it's gone on too long. <laughs> um, Matt, I do love the the calcio. I think that's a. A very uh, bespoke way to say football club or soccer. It's a 
very Italian and sexy, but uh, like, I don't think that that's carrying the team name quite as much as I think you could. Um, FC Trente, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just FC and Trent. Yeah, basically. That's, that's, that's a call out there, Jake. Do better. Be better, Jake. Be better. He did, he did just run a sub three hour marathon. So he, he's at least good at some things. Okay. Way to go, Jake. (laughs) He's at least good at running. Maybe not team names. Maybe we can work on the team names aspect. All right. We've gone through our team names, Holly, or excuse me, uh, Audie. Let's, uh, I don't know why that Freudian slip came out. Uh, Maybe I was thinking of false 11. Let's, uh, (laughs) let's move on to another topic near and dear to you. Let's talk a little bit about Leicester. We got six minutes here left on the podcast. Uh, they've they've come up a lot like your team. Uh, slow at the start of the season. Rough around the edges. Chaos going on. Now things are starting to settle down a little bit. Matters just got a call up to the national team. He's been on fire. Yuri Tillemans has been scoring a banger per weekend. So what's going on with Leicester? Are they going to continue their trajectory this weekend and after World Cup? And where do you think they finish at the end of the season? Ooh, End of the season. That's a that's a tough prediction. I'd be I'd be happy with top half. Uh, obviously, like anything between like top half and uh, the next like markable uh, standings is Europa League, which I don't think is going to happen this year. Um, so I think I think top half is uh, reasonable um, considering how slow the start was. Um, but I think that's, that's kind of to be expected coming off an off season where, uh, you really didn't spend any money. Uh, obviously that's never been Lester's deal. They've never like gone out and spent a bunch of money on good players. No, they get man, you to overpay by 50 million for those players. (laughs) Yeah. Like where's all that money? Like they got Harry Maguire for peanuts and sold him for 60 million. They, uh, Sold Riyad Mahrez and N'Golo Conte, Danny Drinkwater, like all for way too much money. Yeah, they they did spend a little bit of it, but I, I think the big context, of course, you know, I, I think we I mentioned this, but um, Leicester did come into the season with a whole bunch of chaos, right? They had just sold a couple of their big players. Uh, Fofana held out on them the entire time, wanting to get that move to Chelsea, which threw the club into chaos. Jamie Vardy, obviously, a lot older um yep. can't start every game anymore um really hurts them when he has been banging in 20 goals a season right and really holding the line uh, and their parent company king power uh is a um duty-free company in southeast asia and obviously with covid they have not done very well uh over the last two years when nobody could travel uh and no one was spending money on duty-free so they didn't have a lot of money to spend there were a lot of kind of factors working against them but uh, I'm with you that I think top half is is feasible, right? I think this is still a really good team. Um, and, you know, they've weathered the chaos at this point that started the season. They didn't fire Rodgers, which I think was a possibility at one point. Um, and I think with the weathered storm and, and with the way they've been playing, I think there's a lot of reasons to be encouraged. And Wildface has been a really good replacement for Fofana. I think he's been pretty solid uh, as a new signing. Yeah, yeah, he was a... Their only new signing over the over the transfer window, and I think he's been pretty good. Uh, definitely, I I thought he was going to be more of a depth piece with uh, uh Johnny Evans and Soyuncu, but uh, with Soyuncu's kind of a uh, yeah. What's up with Soyuncu anyway? Did he just fall out with the coach? Is he just bad now? 
I don't know. Like he was he was always kind of like a hothead, but like uh a quiet hothead. Um I don't know, maybe that's got something to do with why he's got uh benched, but uh I think it's it's gotta come down to uh attitude and mentality on and off the field. Mm. Um but hopefully he can he can come back and start contributing because he was a he was a really solid piece of the the back line last season and uh the season before that yeah i agree had been for a couple of seasons it was it was weird to see that happen but either way i think it's good to see that lester is stabilizing we uh we all you know we might not be lester fans like you but we all love the story i think the club is is pretty well run so i think it's good to see that they have weathered the storm that was battering them at the beginning of the season we are running a little low on time, Audie. We were thinking about going into some World Cup stuff, but considering our time constraints, I'm actually thinking maybe we save it for next week and do a larger group episode uh, as a preview to the World Cup. We'll see if that's something people are interested in. But before we go, we'll we'll, we'll touch on one thing. We're near and dear. We're, you're a big MLS fan. I'm a decent MLS fan. Um, so let's talk about the American team. How do you think they'll do in Group B? Do you think they'll make it out? And are there any egregious leave outs in the next kind of 45 seconds that you wish had been taken to Qatar with the squad? I'm always going to be on the side. Uh, I mean, my heart is bigger than my head here. I'm going to say that the U S makes it out um, behind first England. or second behind England. Okay. Uh, I think that's the the smart money, but you know, we've been in a group with England before and come out on top. Uh, so fingers crossed there, but I'm hoping for the best. Um, the only real snub that I thought was like, uh, yeah, uh, front page news was, uh, Zach Steffen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's gotta be something, something going on in the locker room with like personalities, maybe two different goalkeepers that both thought they should be the number one. But, uh, yeah, I thought that, that was, that was a little weird. Um, and then I was excited to see Hachi Wright in there. That's kind of a, a wild card, um, Three caps, one goal, uh, but just banging them in in Turkey right now. Well, we'll uh, hope he can uh, bang them in for the U.S. and Qatar audience. If that is a good selection for Greg Berhalter. Less than 40 seconds here. I'm going to leave the rest of the time for you, Audi. Anything you would like to say, anything at all, the floor is yours to talk to the league. Uh, no, I think uh, I think thanks for doing this, DJ. Uh, excited to uh, to see the games this weekend. 